This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey everyone, it's Lindsay Rhodes and I've got a new podcast, The NFL Road Show. Fun and kind of nerdy conversation about the NFL every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I've got some amazing guests that are joining me. I'll be breaking the huddle with the top stories, previewing games. We'll get you set for the weekend fantasy with our Fantasy Friday episodes, and we'll answer some of your questions as well. So subscribe to the NFL Roadshow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's catch up. An NFL podcast with Taylor Bashotti and Sam Batesh, where we talk about the biggest headlines in the NFL. So, Taylor, you know what? Let's catch up. It's been too long. Yeah, we really should. Blue Wire. Well, Taylor, let's catch up because a lot has gone down. And in fact, a lot in your neck of the woods. Of course, we both used to be in L.A., but now they're in your neck of the woods. I mean, just running through SoFi Stadium for all of the most With no fans. It's amazing. <laughs> Taylor, you, you got to tell us. I mean, the Jets. I don't know if they were trying to win or not. It's but funny. I was just telling you this off, off recording is that I've never gotten so. I'm sitting in the press box. My phone is like blowing up from people that I didn't even know if they were Jets fans. But they are, and they're so upset that the Jets are about to win this game. And I don't think I've ever really had that before where I've seen this many fans that upset about them possibly winning a game and getting knocked out of that number one overall pick. Well, look, you got to talk to Frank Gore after the game, and certainly he was excited. I I don't think Frank Gore is – I don't think Frank Gore is thinking about the future, unfortunately. He's already had such an incredible journeyman career that I don't think that the future of the Jets is really necessarily on his mind. But he was very excited about it, and it was really cool to see the players just on the sidelines as you know, we actually set up on the Rams sideline thinking that they're going to win, and we had to run over at the last minute to the Jets. And it was so cool to just see – the excitement and how happy they were. I've never seen so many of the players just come over and jump on each other and just be so excited. I mean, this is the first game they've won all year long. They managed to not go winless against most likely a playoff team. So first of all, it's it's the greatest upset really in the history of the game. When you look at no winless team has ever beaten a team with nine plus wins. Yeah. So that right there was stunning in and of itself uh, against the spread. I believe it was the greatest upset in 25 years. This was team point differential. I, I mean, I'm sorry, but this one was not on the radar until you start blowing my phone up. Oh, wow. What is happening? I think I got to talk to what the What is Jeff. going on here? I mean, it just, nobody was expecting that. And even, you know, even so, the world seemed to right itself late in the game when it seems that Akers scores the mm-hmm. touchdown and you're thinking, all right, took the Rams a little time, but they're going to right the ship and this is going to be just fine. The part that I still don't understand is on third and four and fourth and four. 
growing it? Like, what? Are, why are why are we not trying to convert and just run the ball when the Rams go away from their fundamentals, which is not only relying on the pass game, but really relying heavily on that run run offense? It just it never pans out well, and you know that the Rams can't play from behind. They are one in five this season when trailing at halftime. It, it, not pretty. And you were at a, another game for them that didn't go the right way against the Niners, which was another game that sort of just it didn't seem really right. And then there was a game they won earlier against the Giants. That was a game earlier this season where they didn't look good for an entire half. So they, they've had these awkward games. You know, it, the Rams have played they games where they look fantastic. And you're like, against, wow. the, look, against the Buccaneers, against the Seahawks, they've looked spectacular. And against and, and this team has played well in spots. And they looked like absolutely the dominant, almost similar to the Super Bowl team from a couple of seasons ago. And and yet, especially with the addition of Cam Akers, Cam Akers really brought it back to what that Super Bowl team was with that with a healthy girly, yeah, with a healthy girly and just distributing the ball between a couple of running backs. Running back it's different. There, there was something. There's something about you know playing to your competition, and clearly there, there's a bit of a hiccup to start these games for the Rams. And, and we're not exactly sure what that is, but bottom on line, any given Sunday, any anything given, can happen. And Taylor, you know, this, you know, that those jets players and you were there up close, they weren't interested in O and 16. There might be some people, there's plenty of jets fans who are upset. And I imagine at the end of the day for Sam Donald, He's that's pretty happy coming home to for Donald. California, okay. getting the win in SoFi stadium and showing people, Hey, I can get it done. He had over 200 passing yards. he, one thing that they couldn't do is they got into the red zone a couple of times and they just couldn't, they couldn't get into the end zone. So they had to settle for field goals. But other than that, I mean, everybody thought that Aaron Donald was just going to feast on Sam Darnold and he, he managed to look like an elusive quarterback at times. So. And again, does Darnold want Trevor Lawrence in town? I mean, I don't think necessarily, I mean, he's going to say all of the right things and he always does. And he's an excellent teammate, but I'm sure that if he had his brothers, he wouldn't have the next guy right there behind him. So congratulations, certainly to the Jets, the Darnold, to Gore, and getting their first win of the season. And I'm thrilled that you were there for that exciting moment. Now, before we move on to something that was that is historic on the other side, we're going to talk about New England in a second. But first, we want to send everybody, Taylor, to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Again, Indeed.com slash BlueWire to post and get free $75 credit. Again, you're going to get a free $75 credit if you let them know that Let's Catch Up and Blue Wire sent you. Get your job posting out there. Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Go there right now. This is the best offer available anywhere. It's good right now. It's good through the new year, through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Taylor. The New England Patriots will not despite my brilliant preseason prediction, be in this postseason. It's so crazy. When that happened yesterday, like everybody's mind was just blown. Like when was the last time that this has happened where they haven't won their division? We had to brace. Not only made it to the playoffs, but won their division. We had to brace ourselves Saturday because the Bills had clinched the AFC East on Saturday. So right there, there was that story pending. Mm -hmm. And there was that Miami-New England game for Sunday, and we're just wondering. the Ravens out quite a bit if the Patriots had actually gotten that win yesterday, but 
But still, the Patriots – look, the Ravens can still – the Ravens still are going to control their fate here, and they're, they're going to have a chance to get in. Not necessarily. They do need a little bit of help. They, cannot, going, they do not control their destiny, right? They but – That they went out. Because of what Miami did yesterday. Very, very true. But but we just – to imagine a postseason without New England, and of course, you know, once Brady goes to Tampa, obviously, we're, we're in that mindset. But – I still was holding out faith that somehow the New England system, that somehow Belichick, there was just going to be this group of players, despite the opt-outs. It just made sense to me that New England was going to find a way, even if they didn't win the division, if the Bills were really going to be that team, which clearly they are. They are. They they have really turned it on in the second half of the season. They started off strong, and then they kind of fell off and faltered a little bit in the middle of the season. But Josh Allen looks looks back to his beginning of the year form, which is his accuracy is on the addition of Stefan Diggs just for that team has been huge. That's something that team has seemingly never had in Buffalo, a receiver like that. I love it for him career to be, to be leading the league in reception. See them getting off the plane and Josh Allen, everybody was COVID safe and like, you know, socially distant, but all the fans had their masks on when the Bills players got off the plane and he's got his phone out and he's like, holy, like, holy, he's cussing. I'm not going to here, but like, this is insane. We have the best fan base and the Bills are a team like the Browns where they have not experienced this in such a long time. So COVID or no COVID, they are coming out to support their players and support their city and team because this is Something they haven't had the luxury of experiencing in a long time. Well, let's just say it. The last time the Patriots did not have a winning season, which is going to happen as well. Tom Brady was a rookie. The year was 2000. The Colts played in the AFC East. The the NFL still had an AFC and NFC Central. Brian Urlacher had won Defensive Rookie of the Year, the year 2000. The last time the Patriots did not have a winning season. So... Let's talk about the Bucks yesterday. The Bucks looked terrible in the first half. They had 60 <laughs> yards of offense. What? But let's say this much also. Yes, they came back. First of all, is there anything Matt Ryan wants to do less than have a significant lead on Tom Brady at this point in his career? I mean, that's what, that's what I said. And everything you need to know leading at this game is that the only thing going through the Falcons' minds right now is 28 to 3. 28-3. Super Bowl loss against Tom Brady. This is their How chance they- to redeem themselves. But guess what, guys? All is not lost because they played them again week 17. So they're going to have another crack at it. Yes. Now here's what's here's what's great when, when we have to look ahead, and and of course we're gonna have we're gonna have football on Christmas Day, which is gonna be very exciting with the Vikings and Saints. But we have to look based on the game that you were at with the Jets and the Rams, and of course we talked a lot about what it meant for the Jets, but for the Rams, Rams had an opportunity, as you well know, to clinch a playoff spot, which they did not. Taylor, Rams Seahawks. On the Rams have to go in there and at least win one of these two games because at nine and seven, they are not guaranteed a playoff spot. They missed the playoffs at nine and seven last year. There's going to be a three or four way tie where the Rams could be out of the playoffs at nine and seven. So now they're going to have to go into two division rivals first the Seahawks, then the Cardinals are here in LA at home. Um, but they've got to win one of these two games. And these two teams are also playing for something. So it makes it that much more difficult for them to get this done when they could have just easily beat the Jets. Jets, And now you're just playing for seeding. You're playing. Now you're just now, now you can kick back, relax, but it is all on the line. So Taylor, pretty much. Why don't we just do this right now? Yay or nay, Taylor, 
the Seahawks, who are in first place right now, win the NFC West? Yay or nay, Taylor? Yay, the Seahawks win the NFC West. I think that there is a chance that the Rams will lose against the Cardinals because, fun fact, the last time that Sean McVay has lost back-to-back games was week 15 and week 16 of last year. Wow. It was to the Cowboys and 49ers, so they have this tendency to falter week 15 and week 16. Interesting. Interesting. So I think that they what they might do, lose, lose, win against the Cardinals, at yeah. still make postseason uh i'm I'm gonna go ahead just for fun i'm gonna say nay for a couple of reasons one it's just fun to be on the other side so so next time we catch up this will be a little more interesting but also before the season remember i had this inkling Mm -hmm. that this would be the rams rebound season that this would look more like the super bowl season and at times of course we've seen that i would say really consistently against the playoff caliber opponents the rams have played on their schedule this season we've seen that team We've seen yeah. genius McVay. Definitely, they definitely play to the level. Of their opponent. Yeah. Their opponent. And, 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 and never more obvious than at the game that you were at looking at those winless jets, but uh, it's certainly Sunday, a chance to, to make it all right for the Rams. Now uh, cannot wait. We will catch up again. How frustrated Aaron Donald was yesterday. That was one more thing Ooh. I never really pointed out or said is just like, there was he missed one big tackle on Sam Darnold, and he just like was so frustrated on the field. It's not something that he's used to doing. I mean, he's usually involved in some way or another on each and every single play. Of course, not alone getting those sacks. I saw him warming up before the game, and he's doing all these like weird like DAC like hip exercises. And I'm just thinking, gosh, if I was Sam Darnold, I don't know if I'd come out. I think I would just hide a hide in the locker room and be like, help, <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> Amazing. Well, Taylor, I, I'm so glad you were there at SoFi. At some point, we will get there together. I know. In, of course, Merry Christmas. Plenty more to talk about. Both and before. also, we have a big game tonight. Yes. Steelers, Bengals. Hey, the Bengals might upset the Steelers. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from RootMetric's second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.